Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm Jamie Hampton, and I'm really excited to be introducing this next episode. You could say that it once was lost, but now it's found. Um, This episode I thought had been lost in what I've come to consider the uh, great computer crash of 2019, where my computer, as you can imagine, crashed. And um, thankfully, by a small, large, large miracle from God, the data were able to be retrieved and the things that weren't backed up by no fault of anyone but me were able to be recovered. And I just thank God so much for that. But I could not find this episode. I was looking for the last several weeks. I've been looking for this episode, knowing we recorded it, but I couldn't find it until today. So I'm actually really excited because I feel like maybe this was God's timing and maybe someone, when we actually do air this, needed to hear it at that time. So I'm just going to go with that because God is good no matter what. And um, along those lines in this episode, so it's going to sound a little bit dated because we recorded it at the beginning of the summer with the idea of airing it at the end of the summer. And it is now going to be aired in, I don't know, maybe November, late October, early November. And in the episode, we talk about some updates that had been happening around the summertime. And we do coffee break shout outs, which you'll figure out more about that when you listen to the episode and what that's all about. It's kind of fun. So stick around. But one of the things that is outdated and actually inaccurate is in the updates when I gave praises, I was very excited because we had received our government funding. We received some FEMA funding to help repair our foundation with because we had no money to do it. And um, so we received some help. From, from FEMA and from the Small Business Association, we got a disaster loan, which allowed us to basically save our house, which is huge, great news. And we're able to raise it and level it and have our foundation stabilized um, against further damage from earthquakes, heaven forbid. But in the coffee, in the uh, in the episode, I said that by the time the episode aired, which I thought was going to be sometime in August, we should have our house fixed, and that did not happen. In fact, right now it is October tenth, as of the time that I'm recording this, and we still have not had our house fixed because there's just this huge backup of there's a huge demand for people to do the work because so many residences and businesses had damage due to the earthquake. So we thought we would we were in line for around August and we were wrong. We're actually not in line until about December. So I just want to encourage you. I just really felt led to share that even though this did not come to pass when I thought it would I am still just as confident and just as thankful for God's hand in this whole situation as I was back then. There was a disappointment period. Don't get me wrong. My husband and I both were pretty devastated when we realized that we were going from like August to December because we can't do any other repairs. We need a roof repair. We need a lot of inside repairs and none of that can happen until after the foundation is done. So we were disappointed and we expressed that to each other. We expressed that to God. And um, 
I'm not saying that, that everything is perfect or was perfect, but what I'm saying is now that I've kind of gotten past that, I just, I want to just speak it out because even though I might not always feel it, I know it to be true that God is good. He's just as good right now as he was when you hear the excitement in my voice and the gratitude for him providing the funding to get the house fixed and providing the timing for the house to get fixed. Um, he's every bit as good now, even though the plans didn't work out the way that I wanted as he was then when I thought that he was going to. And if you are in a spot right now, I just felt led to, to pray for you right now. If you're in a spot where you're waiting on an unanswered prayer or you feel like God said no, or you thought God said yes, and then it seemed like he changed his mind on you and, and went in a different direction. I know that can be frustrating. And number one, I want to let you know, you're not alone. I, I felt it when, when we got the news that it wasn't going to happen when we thought it would. My husband and I were in a pretty bad spot. I will tell you, we were not happy. And it wasn't all Pollyanna and praise the Lord all the time. But we were honest with each other about our disappointment. We were honest with God about our disappointment. Take your disappointment to God. Let him know the struggles of your heart. Don't be afraid to, to lament in prayer and, and to grieve a loss in prayer. Don't even be afraid to, and I, I will be so bold as to say, don't be afraid to yell at God. Um, I mean, God is God. He's almighty God and we need to be in fear and trembling. But at the same time, he's a loving father. And I think sometimes as his children, we throw temper tantrums. We're not perfect. I'm not saying throw a temper tantrum at God, but, but let him know in, in the emotion that you're feeling, he knows your heart. He knows how passionately upset you are. Don't be afraid to express that to him. And, and yet acknowledge at the end of it, God, I know that you are still good. I may not feel like it. I may think you're mean. I may think you're unfair. I may think you don't hear me, but God, I know the Bible says that you are love. I know the Bible says that you are good. And I know that your ways are higher than mine. Your wisdom is so much deeper than mine. And I accept that you are involved in this, even if it doesn't look like it. And just declare those truths over the situation and let those truths override those feelings, but don't just stuff them down. I kind of got off on a tangent and I'm sorry about that, but I just want to open in prayer for you. If that's you today, God, we just thank you that you are the rock that we can stand on when chaos is swirling around us, Lord, when the things that we thought were okay, the things we thought were going to happen, that the answers to prayer we thought we had firmly in our hands have slipped away. You are the rock we can stand on to know the truths that we just cling to during those times. God, we know that you are good. We know that you are love, that you withhold no good gift from your children. We know that in all things, you are at work for the good of those who love you, for the, the ones that are called according to your purpose. God, open our eyes to those purposes. Show us how we can glorify you in these times of waiting in these times of disappointments in prayer and show us our next steps. God, show us what we need to do to put one foot in front of the other and to serve you and glorify you in everything that we are and everything that we say and think and do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So now, without further ado, here is our summer roundup, even though it's going to air way past summer, and our 
Coffee Break shoutouts. God bless you, and thanks for listening. Hi, guys. This is Alana. Welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jamie Hampton. We're doing kind of a special show right now. We're doing our end of the summer roundup, which we're recording at the beginning of the summer. But uh, we like to slow down a little bit during the summer months. And so we just wanted to give a little bit of a recap of some of our behind the scenes, some of what's been going on here. Um, So welcome. And uh, like always, we're really, really glad you joined us. Yeah, let's open up just with, um, we can just open up with some prayer. That sounds awesome. We are the Praying Christian Women podcast. It would not be the Praying Christian Women podcast without some prayer. So I thought we were doing the weather podcast today. I was oh, also that's right. the forecast. Let me pull up weather.com or whatever. Right. <laughs> let's pray. God, thank you for this time just to reflect on this year, um, to recap our summer and just all of the amazing things that you're doing in our lives, Lord. We just give you thanks and praise. We just pray that you'd be present with us today. Help us to connect with our listeners and and just uh, to glorify you in everything that we do and say. Amen. So one of our favorite parts about doing this show is connecting with you. And we're really thankful for those of you who have left us reviews. I want to read a really sweet one from Heidi, who says this is a life-changing, guilt-free podcast, which truly, Heidi, you like, you heard our hearts. This is what we wanted it to be. That's right. And she writes, this podcast is just what I needed. Jamie and Alana are insightful, vulnerable, and genuine. Listening to their podcast dramatically changed my prayer life in such an amazing way. I look forward to each and every podcast. Heidi, that's that like truly made our day. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you. We appreciate all of our listeners and subscribers, those of our friends on Patreon who support the show. We're just so thankful for each and every one of you. Ditto. <laughs> well, yeah. that makes it pretty easy. No, absolutely. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's just, that's, that's why we're here is, um, you know, we're here, we do what we do for God, but we do it because we have struggles and our hope was that by sharing our struggles that we would reach others and just hearing that what we're doing is encouraging people is, um, you know, just putting a, putting out any guilt or condemnation that comes along with um, struggling in your prayer life. I mean, that's what it's all about. So that is what it's all about. Yeah. So our episode today, like I said, it's going to be just a little bit of everything. We wanted to take some time. It's been a little while since we've just done some updates. We're kind of just being a little candid here. We also have some coffee break style episodes uh, that we wanted to point you back to. So some of you have submitted questions to us. And instead of taking a full episode, we're going to cover some of them now. And some of them, we're just going to be able to point you to other similar shows that we already talked about. Um, But since it has been a while, since we've just had a little bit of a heart to heart, Jamie, just tell us what's going on. So we're recording this in June. So it still is like early summer here. Um, But we're at the point where the sun basically is not going down. It basically, we won't see a dark sky for another, what, six weeks? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a fun thing about Alaska living. But um, just in general, Jamie, what's, what's new with you, family, work, anything? Well, a really just huge blessing. So I was trying to figure out where I shared this. So I'm pretty sure that I did a Facebook Live 
in our praying Christian women community Facebook page. I don't know if I did it in the community because I think mm-hmm. I wanted it to be public. Uh huh. But I don't. It could be on YouTube. It's I'll somewhere. Check. It but exists. it's somewhere that <laughs> I go through this big explanation, and I mean, I cried during it because I am just so thankful. I will give you the very short version. Um, many of you may know that Alaska sustained a, I think it's now a 7.1. We've been calling it a 7.0, but it was a big old earthquake in November of 2018. So, I mean, it seems like yesterday, but it's been six months now, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, well, longer than Seven, that. Now yeah. that. Yeah. Now that yeah. it's end of summer when this is airing. So, um, our home basically sank the foundation and it didn't sink, although not like a sinkhole, but it sank several inches to the point where there is problem with you were allowed to live in the house, but it could not not be fixed long-term. We had to have it, you know, jacked up and re-leveled and all of that. So at the time of the recording in June, we have just, God has exceeded our expectations in providing for us. We actually have money in the bank to pay for our repairs, which should be taking place within a couple of weeks, um, which is just, I mean, unfathomable. We, we received some FEMA funding in form of, in the form of a grant and we received a low interest disaster loan that allowed us to afford the repairs. And it's just incredible if I, and, and I really, um, I will try to include a link in our description to my whatever it was <laughs> that I shared <laughs> because it's just, I mean, I just, I want God to get the glory for this because we, it's been a long road of just a lot of ups and downs and we, you know, not, I, I hate to be whiny because there are so many disasters where people lose their lives and that wasn't the case. And I'm so thankful, but for our family, we were looking at the possibility of, you know, at one point, do we need to foreclose on our home and things like that? And so God has just worked in amazing ways and just through prayer and scripture and encouragement. And so I just want to give him all the glory for that. That's like the biggest news of our summer is our house is getting fixed. (laughs) And by the, by the airing of this episode, it should be fixed. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really neat. My husband's mad at you (laughs) because Every time he talks about wanting to buy a house, I'm like, no, look at what happens to the Hamptons. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's your fault we're renting right now. I'm, just I'm sorry, Scott. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. So yeah, things here are going really well. I am getting ready. Well, I had a new suspense series released in the spring. So it's my first series set in Alaska. So that was a lot of fun the Alaska Refuge Christian Suspense series. Um, Not a whole lot else. We ended up, so we started, we're almost to our year anniversary of the Praying Christian Women podcast, which is really fun and exciting. But um, it was only about a month after our first episode aired, or maybe even less that we found out our family was going to be moving. So 2018 was just a roller coaster of a year. We ended up with two moves, two short seasons of unemployment, but it all really worked out. We're feeling very settled. It's weird to think that we've already spent a full winter season here. Like I still feel like we're brand new, even though we aren't. Right. But um, my husband's really enjoying his job. We found a church we really like. The kids are getting more involved. Um, 
I live closer to Jamie now, which is always a plus. So, although what we've gotten together once, I know no, twice, I, twice. twice. Yeah, yeah, twice, but still, that's pathetic. That's ridiculous. We're that going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Summer, yeah, summer goals get mm-hmm. together more. Um, what other summer goals do you have? You're going to get your house fixed. Yes, we have some family coming into town. Um, my husband and I are celebrating our 20th anniversary. Oh, which congratulations! Is in August, yeah, that's huge. Um, and my son, our 13-year-old, is actually taller than me. That's a milestone that he accomplished. It's not, you know. Yeah, that's so cute. My my 13-year-old was taller than me at 10, so you know. Yeah, he's <laughs> no a big boy. Yeah, he is. He is a big boy. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's. Um, I I'm trying to think of some specific, some exciting things, but I think I'd say our home is like my biggest focus. And oh yeah. yeah, I just can't even imagine the the mental energy it took to keep track because I know like there were you probably spent in terms of all the phone calls, all the meeting with contractors and all the paperwork. What would you guess like? 100 hours, 50 hours. I mean, yeah, I can't even, and just being on hold and things like that. And that's, there were weeks where it felt like that was your full time job. Yeah, there were. And now it's tapered off now that we've gotten the loan process Mm -hmm. figured out Mm -hmm. and all of that. But now it's into like specifically getting estimates from contractors for the the drywall, and that's still ongoing. Um, But I actually am excited when that happens like it there's a cool. joy in it now for those things because it represents progress and yeah. forward movement so well I think about you sometimes because I'm just not into doing like paperwork like I have to submit grades for homeschool and things like that and yes. I'm always like oh or insurance you know like we need to figure out a new medical insurance this month and like I'm just I really don't like doing that but I think about you and I think about just like all these like hundreds of hours or at least dozens of hours that you had to spend into just making sure your house was livable (laughs) and how you kept, I mean, you really did keep a good attitude through it all. So I'm like, okay, if Jamie can like (laughs) be on hold for a week, you know, and drive over here to drop this off and then come over here to make a copy of this. And I mean, all those things like, I can hop online and submit some grades for the semester. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, and remember my phone was giving me trouble. So I yeah, was dropping, I calls, dropping calls during all of that. So I had my phone oh, thing. Man. But you know, it was a different, I can't stand the kind of stuff you're talking about either and, or any kind of paperwork, but this, there was something about this that because it represented forward movement and something that was potentially mm-hmm. going to bring relief to this burden. Yeah. It, was different. I mean, it was annoying at times, but it was a different kind of, it's almost like I had a friend that had chronic pain um, because of Crohn's disease and she had a surgery to remove Mm -hmm. a portion of the And when she woke up, our pastor asked her, are you in pain? And she said, yeah, but this time it's a good pain. You know, she can can tell the difference between the bad pain and then a pain that was like, okay, this is surgery pain, but it's a different kind of pain and it's leading to something positive healing, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what it was. It was a, it was a good suffering because it was leading to something positive, kind of like yeah. labor, child labor. You I know? was just thinking that. Yeah. You know, um, there's something positive on the other end. So one of my favorite things that we've been doing with the Praying for Women podcast, I really enjoyed some of our coffee break episodes that we've had to do. Um, it was sort of one of our, I don't want to say a new feature because we've been doing it for a while, but you know, not one of the first things we started and, and that's where listeners can write in with their questions and it's just been neat. What we noticed is some of the uh, questions that we've been getting 
we have covered. So I don't want to I don't want to be like, don't send us your questions if we've covered it. But we just want to make sure that you're not um, missing out. And so some of what we wanted to do in this episode is point you to other resources, and we wanted to address some of these questions that have come in that we haven't had the chance to address yet. So Jill wrote, I am a Christian woman and I do believe in prayer. I've seen it work. However, sometimes I wonder what's the point if God already knows what's going to happen. I know that it is a tactic of the enemy to shake my faith. I also know that part of the purpose of prayer is to increase and strengthen our faith. I suppose I've answered my own question, but sometimes it does just seem like I'm saying the words. Perhaps those are times my faith needs stirring the most. So Jill, this is a really common question. I remember thinking this when I was like six, you know, if God already knows what we need. Right. And if God already knows what we're going to pray, why do we bother? Why do and we bother? so um, what I wanted to do, in addition to thanking you for your question, I wanted to point you toward episode 57, where we talk about does God's prayer, sorry, does prayer change God's plans? And um, I, I really like what you bring into that. Yes, prayer does strengthen our faith, but I think there are times where we can see that prayer even does change the outcome, even though, yes, God is still sovereign. So we, we dive into it a lot more in depth there. And so instead of, you know, waiting weeks and weeks and weeks until we could address it specifically, we wanted to cover that now and again, point you to episode 57. And there's another one um, from, and I, I'm pretty sure it was San, S-A-N as in Nancy, but I may have mistyped and maybe it's from Sam. I apologize, but I'm pretty sure that I remember that it was from San who asks, um, I find myself hesitating to pray sometimes because I'm never sure if I'm addressing the Old Testament God of judgment, the Holy Spirit who groans with me in my sorrows, or the one who is closer than a brother. How do I know who I'm talking to and how should I address him? And we just really thank you for this question because it's a variation on another question that we had. Um, And you can go to episode 54 that's a coffee break called, does it matter whether we pray to God, the father, Jesus, or the Holy spirit. And we address some of these things, but I love kind of the other, the, the take that you have on this where you, you know, you don't really know who you're addressing. It's not just, is it right to pray? But it's like when I'm talking, who should I be picturing in my mind? Who am I, who am I reaching? Um, You know, which part of the Godhead, because there is such a large um, God is big. God is multifaceted. And so um, that episode, we do talk about that. And um, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know if we're giving short answers. I think our short answer is we are praying to the almighty God who is three in one and contains all of those traits. Mm-hmm. And you can, depending on what you need, God is that for you. And right. and so if you're looking for, um, you know, if you need someone to groan with you in your sorrows, that's, that's what he will do. And if you need someone that's closer than a brother to be yoked with, then you're talking to Jesus. I mean, I, I think our, our answer of does it matter whether we pray was yes and no. <laughs> so right, listen right. to that for a little. It's not going to make or break whether God hears your prayers. Absolutely. God is... Yep is a triune God and he is all yeah. that and more. Yeah. We have one more question that we just wanted to address quickly. Gail says, I don't have a question, just an observation. It is difficult for me to pray when I'm alone, but when I'm in a group of people praying physically for someone, I have much more motivation and zest in praying. I totally hear you, Gail. I am very often the same way. Praying in a group really helps me maintain my focus more. There just seems to be more 
energy there. Um, we cover this some in, well, we have two episodes we wanted to point you to. One is episode 23, finding balance in your prayer life. And then episode 40 is when your mind keeps wandering. And we do talk a lot in the Praying Christian Women podcast about just ways to keep your focus in prayer. Praying in a group is one of them because there's built-in accountability and encouragement, just like there are writers who will meet together. Sometimes it's just like on Twitter, like I'm going to start writing at noon. Who's going to join me and we're going to write for half an hour. Sometimes even just knowing, even if you're not there physically, that other people are working with you, it's a great motivator. Or, you know, maybe you have an exercise buddy and you check in with each other. So praying with other people is a great way to maintain your focus. And also, I think another reason why your observation rings true to a lot of people is praying out loud. Whether you're in a group or not helps you keep your focus also. Um, So we do talk about those in both episode 23, finding balance in your prayer life, and episode 40, when your mind keeps wandering. We also have a few episodes on prayer groups. Some of them, what was the one, like the the five people you meet in a prayer group? Some of them we just did a little bit for lighter topics. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I didn't add those, but that's true. The the five people you'll meet in a prayer meeting, and and then one was like troubleshooting. Yeah, how to start a prayer group. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I've failed. Yeah, yeah. In my episode listing, there are actually several, and those are all fairly recent. They're in probably the the forties and fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forties probably. But I really do appreciate your observation because I'm very much the same way, and uh, I think that's why. Praying with others is great. And, and you need both. You, you still need personal prayer time, but having those times where you can pray with others really does help just help you maintain your passion, your zeal, just like you observed. So thank you for that. Um, so we're caught up at least on the coffee breaks that we wanted to cover right now. Are there still coffee breaks that we're going to be doing that haven't been recorded yet? Or are we totally caught up now, Jamie? We have more questions that still need. I, okay. I believe there are still more questions that. So we, if that you, you have, mean? yeah, yeah. If you've yeah. submitted a question and it hasn't been covered to date, we do have it. It is coming, and you can submit your questions at prayingchristianwomen.com/slash/questions. But uh, it will be in the fall when we get to those. But we do want. We we love hearing the questions as they come in. It's a neat way for us to feel like we're getting to know you guys. So thank you for that. Um, what I also thought would be fun since we're, you know, we're pointing people back to some of these older coffee break episodes. I thought it would be fun to just do a recap of some of our personal favorites. So out of all the shows we've done recently, Jamie, do you have like one or two that really stand out to you? Well, there was, so this was one of our early episodes that I just loved. Um, the science of prayer. It was episode 11. So it's kind of back in the archives um, in the first couple of weeks of recording, I think. Um, and what I love about the science of prayer is uh, Alana and I are both kind of science geeks and we just love to see, I, I think we both really see God as we look into science. It's just mm-hmm. so evident that God created. He's a creator and and what we see around us. And so I guess one of my, one of my stories is I, I was working um, in a research lab and one of the people that I was working with was um, not a Christian, and actually, I believe at least an agnostic, if not an atheist, and was talking about his research. And there was a lab meeting, so he's like explaining all this stuff. And then he got to this one part, 
and said, and look at this. And he like puts this slide up and shows how this certain metabolic process in the plant works. And um, he said, I mean, isn't this ingenious? And I just found myself like, yes, because if it's ingenious, I mean, I feel like it implies that a genius mind created Mm -hmm. it. And I wanted to say that. And one of my big regrets is that I never revisited that. It wasn't the time or the place at the moment. Right, right. But it was just, um, I, I do love, I feel like science reveals God. So the science of prayer um, talks about just how our brain is wired for prayer. It's wired for the divine and so much more. So we really recommend that you check that out. That's episode 11. But one of the things I'm just hearing more and more, it's becoming very popular in secular circles, just motivational speakers and secular business advice to meditate. This is becoming huge. And I mean, it's always been kind of big, but just the health benefits of meditation have been um, just physical health benefits, mental health benefits, productivity benefits, everything. And so it's just, um, I just, I find that interesting. I was listening to a podcast, a secular podcast a week ago or so, and they were talking about meditation and all the benefits and everything that they said was a parallel benefit of prayer. That's totally Mm -hmm. outside of the divine connection to God that we get and I won't even say as a bonus because that is the crux of what prayer is. Right. The we bonus get all the bonuses the physical as the physical. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I really enjoy the ones that we get to talk about with, you know, the science of prayer. I know sometimes we've talked about, um, you know, prayer and healing and not just like supernatural healing, but, you know, people who regularly pray are physically healthier. Right. Um, I think there is a spiritual component to that and a very practical component just in terms of like if you think of all the terrible things that stress does to your body and then you think about the way that prayer is God's antidote to stress I'm not saying it's wrong to be stressed out everyone experiences stress but you know prayer is a way to um if not cure stress you know to at least alleviate it for sure Mm -hmm. and so there are yeah I some people I think have a problem they might say like well if if prayer is divine and meditation isn't, then prayer should be good and meditation should be bad. You know, like non-Christians who meditate but don't pray to God shouldn't experience benefits or, you know, something like that. And in my mind, you know, just like somebody who doesn't steal, covet, murder, and commit adultery is going to be in general healthier and happier than someone who does. Like, I just feel like God has certain universal laws that when, you know, when you live a life of compassion and forgiveness, you're going to be a happier person, right? (laughs) Right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're saved or not. Now, obviously when we're talking about eternity and those sorts of things, for sure, it matters a ton. But the fact that it's no surprise to me, as I guess what I'm saying, that the world has its own, um, uh, parallels to prayer or counterfeits to prayer that do show some of the benefits. And to me, that doesn't diminish God's power. It just enhances God's power. He, this is how he made us. He made us to be people who crave that spiritual connection. Sure. God God. divinely revealed prayer to us Mm -hmm. and others may have found, I won't even call it counterfeit, benefits because they're real benefits of meditation, Mm -hmm. 
they mm-hmm. don't have that connection to the Almighty God. But but it's no surprise that scientifically or yeah, existentially, whatever, that they somehow have have made their way to these benefits without yes. you know. But I do feel like as many things are that, that these can be springboards for conversations. These can be parallels. Like if someone's talking about meditation, you know, to say, you know, to, to be taught, to talk about your own prayer life and what that is. And maybe something in that could help someone to understand what makes you different and what makes your prayer life different. And, you know, when I, I don't meditate, but I pray and this is what God did, exactly. you know, yeah. this is how God worked. I don't know. That's just a, an aside. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really enjoy doing those episodes too. Another yeah. one of my favorites that we did recently was the, um, like lessons that you can learn about prayer from movies. Like we yeah. did part one and we had so much fun doing that. We're like, let's do another episode. And I think to date it's our longest episode. <laughs> oh, it is. It was over an hour and yeah, you know, our episodes are typically you know, 25 to 35 minutes. But that was a lot of fun for me. And I, I think ever since then, I, I have been, you know, looking at movies, TV shows in a different way. You know, just what, what can we learn about prayer or God from these? It's, it's been really fun. Me too. Another one that I really loved um, was Prayer as Exercise. That mm-hmm. one hasn't aired as of the recording of this, but it should air. I think it was sometime in August that it's going to come out. Um, and it is just, um, it's so freeing. It's just so freeing to me because, um, you know, as we read one of the comments from one of our listeners about, you know, guilt for, from Heidi, guilt-free, was that in this episode or another? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. So what Heidi said about, you know, guilt-free, I love that because I have been so freed by this paradigm shift between I feel bad because I'm never praying enough to the very act of recognizing that you need to pray and going back and praying. Or if you're in the middle of a prayer and you're praying and you get distracted and then you come back again, the very act of recognizing the distraction coming back again is strengthening your prayer life. It's building your prayer muscles and it's bringing you forward in your prayer life. I mean, that's freeing to me um, to have that picture of, this, okay, uh, where I am right now, if I'm not happy with it, it doesn't mean that that's where I am forever. And if I'm struggling, Mm -hmm. it's just like when you struggle in the gym, like that struggle in itself is forward progress. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a neat one to do. And again, it's one that I keep coming back to, you know, with even more parallels that, that can be drawn Mm -hmm. from it. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's been a really fun, like I said, we're almost to a year now of the Praying Christian Woman podcast. Um, And if you didn't know before that, Jamie and I had a show called the Prevailing Prayer Podcast. Um, We kind of revamped, restructured, renamed, we did all of that stuff. But uh, if you aren't one of our Patreon supporters yet, all of the backlist episodes, I think we got up to 60, 70, maybe we were up to 80 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Of the prevailing prayer podcasts are available to our friends of the show who support us on Patreon. And so that is prayingchristianwoman.com slash partner, I believe. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a way that, you know, we can connect with you. We're going to be rolling out more things as we move forward for our Patreon supporters, just a way that you can um, help support the show and some of our expenses for the, you know, the website and tech and 
all of that kind of stuff. But it's just been really fun. You know, uh, I really enjoyed recording the show with you of our behind the scenes. Yes. Where we kind of give our origin story of, you know, how we met, how we became prayer partners. That was a really fun one. Um, it was. I know, it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I know you've done a lot of interviews lately, too. Do any of those really jump out as a... Wow. Everyone. There's a lot. Yeah. It's so funny because everyone I come away with, I'm just like, I'm so excited to get the message out. Um, One of them that I, that's been on my heart for years that I finally got to interview someone about was Dorena Williamson, who talked about bridge building across Mm -hmm. culture and race and the role that prayer and action plays in that process. Um, and I mean, I, I loved that conversation because I just feel like we need, we need that conversation. You know, we need to know. And, and what came out of that for me is just this real realization. Um, and I've had a couple of experiences in the last year that have really just highlighted for me that prayer for racial harmony and cultural bridge, bridge building it begins with us. You know, I think I used to think of it as, you know, uh, those other people that don't want unity across culture and race and politics and even within the church and theology, you know, those other people, I need to pray for them. But I mean, it just, it begins with us and inside of us. So I, I loved that episode and, and just talking with her. Um, and man, I mean, there's so many, but also Leslie Strobel, um, and her interview about surviving a spiritual mismatch and just praying through a mismatched marriage or relationship was was definitely one that to date of our recording I haven't done, but it, it's going to happen in the next week. And I'm really looking forward to that. I love that book. And I feel like anyone who's married and even anyone who's not married would benefit from her wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been really neat. The doors that God has opened for the show. We again want to thank you guys for helping spread the word. We want to give a big shout out to those who have supported us on Patreon. Um, We just really were, we're always so encouraged when we do hear from you and it's just a blessing to be able to continue doing this. So um, I guess what, what could be fun to maybe end on, I think it's in our prayers for new beginnings online prayer retreat, which um, I'll go ahead and give you the link. It, we started by calling it prayers for the new year and released it, you know, January. Um, but it, it's really great for any time you're starting something new. So especially, you know, if you still have kids at home or you're a teacher or you're on kind of like a, a school year system and you're getting ready for the back to school time. This could be a neat resource. That's at prayingchristianwomen.com slash new year. And again, it's just prayers for new beginnings. And one of the questions that uh, is presented in there that I thought could be fun to close with is something along the lines of what would your prayer life look like if a year from now it doubled its impact? Wow. That's so hard to answer because I find myself thinking, what's my impact now? You know, Mm -hmm. and and it makes me wonder, you know, what is the impact that it's having if I doubled my impact? Um, So you're saying in order to double your impact, what would your prayer life look like? No, no, just the opposite. Like your prayer impact has already doubled 
what's it look like now that it's doubled? Oh, okay. Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> no, I would say that, I mean, okay, so I'm not exactly sure if you're looking for specifics, but what came to mind for me is that my, for in myself, that I would be more confident in what God is calling me to pray for. And I, but that's kind of the backwards thing. Um, no, but, but that makes total sense. You know, praying maybe yeah. with more kind of discernment. Is that right. Praying with more discernment would be one symptom of that, I guess, or one cause of that doubled impact. But um, my kids, I think of my children and just seeing more opportunity, seeing, seeing more from the outside, maybe ways that God is working in their lives or drawing them closer to himself. Um, and just in my husband, um, just seeing, seeing God working in him. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. it's, it's so hard to say, but like, I just know like he's had some struggles recently and I just, I just not, I don't picture those struggles going away, but I picture him like I've already seen God opening his eyes to some really cool ways that God has been working in Mm -hmm. some of the struggles that he's had. And so I could just see more of that and maybe him being excited about those things. I don't know. Do you have an answer? Because yours is going to be better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, you know, obviously, since I'm the one who came up with the question, I've had more time to think. I know, and I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll change my answer a little bit once I hear yours. Maybe this I'll- is to get back at you for all of your just for fun questions that I'm like, right, oh, that I blindside you on. <laughs> um, I'm not the one who's scared of buoys. I just want to point that out. You know, let's let the record be known. Touche. <laughs> um, but I'm scared of fish. So, I mean, which really is weirder? Buoys. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're probably right, but still. Um, Buoy phobia sounds a lot cooler than what is it? Ichthyophobia is that what I've got? Anyway, it's Christian though, although it does like the ichthyos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I think one of the things that's on my heart is more kind of intercessory prayer focused on world events, missions, persecuted church, um, and even just some more local prayer gatherings. Like I do pray at the end of our Wednesday night church service, we do break up into prayer groups. But I know um, there's a few ladies that I'm aware of locally who really have had a heart to be praying more deliberately for the community, for our kids, for uh, the schools here, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that would be neat. So maybe I would love to see some more deeper prayer relationships and just deeper intercession on a more global level. Those are the areas that I, I would love to see some, some growth in. Maybe that would have been a better way to ask it. Just, I get it. I get it. Prayer life. Yeah. Would you want to grow deeper in? And I definitely along those lines. So last, last or this year, I guess. So the beginning of this fall, I, started a Bible study using one of Jennifer Kennedy Dean's um, books, which I just love, Live a Praying Life. And it was great. We went through it. It took almost the whole year to get through the 13 sessions or whatever it was. And um, I really saw, I, I sort of felt God calling me to grow 
an actual prayer ministry out of that. And that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, is God calling me to do that? Did I hear wrong? But, but I do really want to kind of branch either, either repeat a study on prayer or perhaps, you know, get kind of like what you're saying, deepening my corporate Mm-hmm. prayer so that it's more focused on praying. And we, I mean, don't get me wrong. We prayed, we prayed a lot and we yeah. saw some great things happening, but something that is not just studying about prayer, but applying it in a group setting. Yeah. Whether it's for our church specifically or community or whatever. I could definitely see that being, you know, something like that. I see that exponentially impacting, you know what I for mean? Sure. Like when you say your prayers, yeah doubling but I mean I could see those kinds of yeah that would that would be exponentially that's really neat yeah Mm -hmm. no that's a good question good food for thought yeah yeah yeah. and if you guys want to answer too you can leave us a comment at prayingchristianwomen.com you can just get uh get to our show notes and all of those things so I think if you're ready I think we're ready to wrap up Jamie unless there was something else that you wanted to talk about or you want to sing us a song or I will not recite the book of Ecclesiastes to us all those would be kind of parallel in their enjoyment how much you don't want to do enjoyability (laughs) yeah for me no actually I shouldn't say that I do like Ecclesiastes yeah (laughs) all right (laughs) yay Ecclesiastes I I have a hard time just yeah it's a it's not one of my favorites of a downer (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, it, it sort of is, yeah, I read all these books and I realize that life is miserable. What's the point? Like, that's what I get out of it. I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> Yet it's, it is the inspired word of God. You know, I'm not going to deny that for sure. So I know that God <laughs> included it there for a reason. I'm just kind of like, wow, this is a <laughs> can kind of blindside you when you're not ready for it. So you're saying I should sing. <laughs> yes. I think that of the two options, singing would be a better one. Um, we were doing a hymn at church and it was a hymn about prayer, but I realized, I I don't remember which one it is. I realized like, it's just kind of (laughs) silly. I wish I could remember the, uh, you know, it's like my husband comes home, like I saw this hilarious thing today. I forget what it was, but it was so funny. You should have seen it. Um, yeah. So that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> Thank you all for just bearing with us, for joining us. We really do feel like this is a community. And that's why, you know, even episodes like this that are maybe a little bit lighter, more um, off the cuff. Is that how you say On the cuff? Off? What am I trying to say? Cuff. Yeah. like I more, don't know where that comes from, but it's off the cuff. Yeah. More off the cuff. Um, it's just fun every once in a while. You know, we do cover some pretty heavy duty topics, which I love that we can do, but I also really like that sometimes we can just sit back, give praises for some of the things that God's been teaching us. Um, revisit some of the topics that we've had a blast sharing with you guys about before. I'll go ahead and give you that link one more time for the online prayer retreat for new beginnings. It's prayingchristianwomen.com slash new year. And again, I hope that it was an amazing summer for all of you listening. Um, Even though Jamie and I weren't recording as much over the summer, we were definitely brainstorming. And uh, when we when we get back in the fall, we're going to let you know how many times we got together, and it's going to be more than two. Absolutely, if not 
I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> if not, then what's the point? We will punish ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Self, self-flagellation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're both getting tired. Is it okay for me to say that without offending you? I'm going to have to edit that out because that is not good. <laughs> the Praying Christian Women podcast does not endorse self-mutilation or self-flagellation. <laughs> no podcast hosts were harmed in the making of this episode. So. Correct. Thanks again. Maybe we can redeem this time by closing with a word of prayer. Let's do it. You want to take care of that, Jamie? I will do it. Awesome. God, we just thank you for this time to be together. We thank you for laughter and just for being able to to celebrate um, just our our last almost year of praying Christian women. And we just pray that you would be glorified in our prayer lives. God, I just, I love this picture of of dreaming and visualizing what our prayer lives could be. I just pray you would give each of us a really clear picture of what our prayer lives could be and and how we can get there, how we can take the next step to get closer to to where we need to be. Um or just the next step. I mean, I know that that what we're picturing our prayer lives being um is probably not even a fraction of what you could do and can do in us. We just pray that you'd be glorified in our lives, be glorified in this podcast, and um, just bring us back together again soon. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.